69 offers. He was giving them the business. No one wants to get fucked Ursula. That involves tentacles. I know. What we were looking for is, what is the opposite of standing next to an elephant with diarrhea in a hurricane? Ooh, yeah, give him some tusks. Dead ringer. 69 offers. He was giving them the business. What about Potsy in pajamas? What do you think Potsy wears for pajamas? You Blizzies and blizzies. He might have even been like a secondary character in Cockwork Orange. I'm curious. <laughs> the angle here is if you're any other race, Papa John because he's a fucking racist. Listen, listen, listen. Can I not get the Swedish chef as my quarterback? Thine plays are ready to shine before thee on this glorious day of Ursula. Ooh, it's Ursula no, Day? I don't think there's any. That's from The Little Mermaid. That shit's not old English. That's not old or English. Two for two. You're right about that. I do like the name Ursula a lot, though, for the record. I, really? I think it's a dope name. I think it's a, How many names have two U's in them? Oh, that's actually... Vacuum. That's not a name. Well, it's a... I, it's if a word. I pointed at something and I said, what is that? What would you say? Uh, Hoover. Uh, Bissell. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Are there any other names with two U's? I don't know. Uvula. That's not. That's certainly not a name. <laughs> Possibly more likely than vacuum, though. <laughs> that I think like Ursula is a terrible name. Man, agree to disagree on this front. How do you envision somebody named Ursula? Well, like Ursula from The Little Mermaid, yeah. The, the that name, makes it, a, that, that's a good image. I mean, like. <laughs> Drastically overweight with eight octopus legs. <laughs> but with a deep and cool gravelly voice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, another character comparison would be like uh, the twin aunts from The Simpsons that are always chain smoking. Even better. That the, Either of those women could have just as well been named Ursula, for sure. Can you name either one of them? Oh, I can't. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a very long time. I can't. Either. Patty and some. Ooh, I think you're right. I think Patty's one of them. I think you're right. Yeah, I I think I am too, but I don't have the other one. But we can move into the show officially. We can do that instead. You know, to D2 me, Ursula is like uh, like someone that's just gotten their Subaru Outback on the way home from Zumba class to go pick up their daughter Hope. Who happens to have a tree nut allergy? <laughs> Fantastic. That's what I envisioned. That's your Ursula? Yeah. Man. Hope. Hope. Ursula and her daughter, Hope. Mm hmm. Are these two like. Because when you do that, I then start to picture like a honey boo boo mother daughter. Oh, <laughs> no. I was going for a, a socioeconomic status. I was going in a polar opposite direction. Like, I would envision, like, Hope has, like, impressionistic dance class on Saturday mornings. Gotcha. All right. that You're going that Before to, they go to right. the... <laughs> I'm glad I cleared this up. Museum because, yeah, of I, Modern Art and have a crepe. Ooh, man. I want to hang out on a Saturday with Ursula and Hope. That sounds nice. You just want the crepes. I do just want the crepes. And uh, welcome, D2B2 Sports audience. Welcome back to the shenanigans. That's my boy, Nikki Sager, over there. Hey, Nikki! Cover Winkler in bees. And of course, tis I, Derek Weber. 
Derek. Derek. And it's Friday. We out here on a Friday. I have two things to interject immediately. Hit me with both of them. Patty's sister's name is Selma. Oh, man. I had Velma in my head but knew it was wrong. Can't believe that's I didn't the, get there from there. That's the chick from uh, yeah, Scooby-Doo, Scooby- yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Who happens to be a curiously popular cosplay target recently. Especially in, like, sexual ways. Like, people really want to bang Velma out here. Like, Wait. Are you telling me that cosplay is not always a sexual thing? It's mostly not. And uh, I won't say mostly. Right. I'll say there's, like, two very different regions of cosplay in the world. One of them is very not intentionally sexual. One of them is very sexual. Well, I am clearly not very familiar with one of them. And she's popular in both. But Scooby is not popular in any of them. I hope not. To my knowledge. I hope no one's out here trying to bang Scooby-Doo. Well, it's better than Garfield, I think. Is that? I think those are equal weirdness. Open for debate. Open for debate. Um, On that note, I have something that I want to talk to you about, and it's been really... It's really been getting at me. I'm kind of upset I haven't brought this up to you Ooh, yet. Please do. But um, have you ever had a song that you've heard many, many, like possibly hundreds of times in your life, and all of a sudden you caught a lyric that you were like, wait a second. How have I never noticed yes. that this is in this song? This has happened to me, yes. So earlier in the week, I am uh, I'm jamming out to some some like late 90s hip-hop on uh, YouTube music, and it just like cycles into following songs based on whatever the first song I picked was, right? Sure, yeah. So, uh, National Treasure, uh, Going Back to Cali by Notorious B.I.G. comes on, right? Absolute banger. Yeah, Flight 504. Nice. Oh, Cali? Did you know there's a line in that song where he says, if I want a squirter, take her to Fat Burger? <laughs> no. Like, I've probably heard this song... I don't, I don't think I'm kidding if I say 300 times in my life. And I've never caught that line before until a couple days ago. Never caught that line myself. That's a, good, that's a great line. If I want a squirter, take her to Fat Burger. Now, there is some debate on the internet about whether or not he says squirter, which is what you're thinking of when you think of Velma from Scooby-Doo, obviously. Precisely. Which is where this all ties together. Yeah, I, I see exactly how you got here. Yeah. Or if he says, if I want to squirt her, which is interesting because I've never heard that term either. Yeah, like with like ketchup bottles and stuff because they're going to a fat burger. Just any type of condiment. Yeah, all the condiments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe not horseradish. I don't think they have that at fat burger. Mm, probably not. Yeah, that's definitely more of a schwanky. But absolutely condiment. everything else. Loaded on. That's a fascinating line. Yeah, I never caught that. Cool. Like that little biggie trivia to start the day. I can't believe that this is. Ne- I don't know. I was flabbergasted. And then I wanted a burger. Which was even even better. Eve, did you get a burger? No. Ah, oh, sad. I you. will. That's good. I believe. I do believe you'll eat a cheeseburger not, again sometime. I swear, I'm not kidding. I believe in you. Probably not from Fat Burger though. I don't even know where Fat Burger is. I would presume Cali. It sounds like a Cali thing based on the song. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about your week. That's 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 what I've done this week. That's a good highlight of the week, man. That was my week. Uh, yeah. No, I uh, I I wish I could say I had anything to top such glory. But I don't really. I've been watching Severance again, which is just such a dope show. So having a good time doing that. I can get down with that show. That show's real good. Uh, So I've been doing that and doing some work and doing some podcast recording and uh, just having a nice time of it all. 
But I am fucking ecstatic to be down here on a Friday, man. We're in the underground. We're going to do our Friday Five thing. I got to cut you off again because you're not going to believe this. Do you know where the headquarters of uh, Fat Burger is? Cali. That would make sense. It's in Washington. Do you know what the name of the city is in Washington? I do not. George. George Washington? That's the name of the city. Oh, that's pretty dope. George. I like that. I like that a lot. George Washington. That's the type of punny bullshit I would do. It is. There's also one in Trout Run, Pennsylvania. Trout Run's a cool town name. I like that, too. Down here in Trout Run. Also, 10 Fat Burgers owned by Kanye West. Sounds like rich people stuff. Could be pawning off. Sponsorship might not be in the best <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, best yeah. light in the past 20 years, 15 years. Yeah, Fat fat Burger's like, oh boy, Kanye, yeah. just, just don't tell people about your stores. Just, yeah. like, oh. just don't say anything. Just don't ever. say anything. Deez, what do you want to do today? Dude, I want to lay down the Friday Five. I want to recap uh, I think I bat. I think I hit 500 again this week. I think, hey. I'm on a, I think I'm on a streak of two and twos, just riding high on these two and twos. I like it. I like that. Uh, yeah, so we can recap that business, and then we can lay down some bets, man. Maybe how many? Five more. Maybe five more on a Friday. On a Friday. Okay. Give me some, give me some uh, some wins and losses from last week. What? Give me the highs, the lows, well, the in betweens. The quick recap. You were on your your theme was was things that you're over. Yes. Last week. Right, and uh, so your your plays were all based on overs. Uh, you did pretty good in this department, actually. You are uh, your big hit was over Danny Dimes one and a half passing touchdowns. That was your big win because it was at plus one eighty, one eighty three, if I remember correctly. You also came in hot on a Vikings Bills over forty three point five in what was almost without question the most exciting football game of of the year, I think. Oh, Has there been that, a better football game this year? Maybe that Miami-Baltimore uh, game early in the season with all the crazy theatrics between Tua was, and Lamar. That was a pretty sweet game. I, I think, think that's the go. other contender. Even, I think I think this one wins, but I think that's the other contender. I think you're right. Yep. Uh, other other departments, you came up light on Broncos-Titans under 37.5. I'm officially not doing anything that has to do with the Broncos for probably a month. Cold turkey. Just ripping that bandit off. off my radar. The Broncos are dead to Forget Nick. it. I can't. I don't know. I can't do it. I because I still just have this fear, and I know this is based on, like, nothing. But I just have this, this inherent fear that all of a sudden one day they're going to put up, like, 40 points, and you and I are going to be like, where the fuck has this been? And then they'll, like, rip off a month straight of doing it. Yep. But I don't. I don't actually believe that anymore, Nick. I, I think my. I. I don't. I, well. My my theory. <laughs> I don't either. My theory last weekend going wrong and him and them just pr- continuing to not cook has now led me to believe that the cookbook isn't even in the kitchen. The recipes aren't even to be found. There's just the ingredients aren't even in the pantry. Like there's no spices in the spice rack. It's just a depleted, sad rust standing alone in a kitchen. I, I might even go so far as to say, like, Nathaniel Hackett has, like, a freezer full of squirrel TV, meat. <laughs> TV dinners. But, like, somebody went through and, like, ripped the instructions off of all of them. Uh, so he's like, I've got all these dinners, but I don't know what 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with them. I, I, oh, and someone. I don't know how to do this. And uh, they cut the power cable off the microwave too. So it's just like you can't yeah. even like use the microwave. And yeah. You don't have cook instructions, even if you could use the microwave. Uh huh. Yep. And then burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the best solution eventually. And then lit the house on fire. And then he lit the house on fire. Uh, Jags Chiefs over fifty and a half. He came up uh, came up short on this. There was there was a lot of yards in this game, not a lot of points scored. I was also on that game. I was at Jags plus nine and a half. Jags lost by ten. <laughs> uh, their kicker did miss a very short field goal at the end of the first half, but I'm not going to hide behind that because even if he would have made that, like that just changes the entire course of the second half. So. We're not making excuses. We're no just, excuses. Results matter. That's it. We're just whining like a pansy. Whining's okay around these parts. It happens, man. We all got to let it out. But no excuses. Shit happens. Um, they do. That's why they make toilet paper. Lions plus three. This was my heaviest rant of the week last week when I was going bonkers about how I could not believe Justin Fields was considered to be a top ten quarterback. Uh, Justin Fields followed it up with a, a pretty good performance. He also threw a deplorable pick six to uh, former teammate Jeffrey Okuda from Ohio State on his own 10-yard line. Ooh. That completely changed the course of the game Ooh. and led to them losing. So, good offensive day from Fields. Couple mistakes. Lions win 31-30. Headed to New York this week. New York? <laughs> this tough's made in New York City. Is that what she was at? A- that is what I was going for. The yeah. salsa. The, the old salsa commercial. Nice. Was that salsa made in New York City? New York City. <laughs> well, those were good commercials. Can you name what the salsa was? Uh, s- something chunky? I don't think no, so. No, that's the soup. Yeah. It's made in George Washington, by the way. Tostitos? Uh... Tostitos Thick and Chunky Salsa. I think it's Tostitos Thick and Chunky Salsa. Does Tostitos make salsa? Yeah, man. They do? They're in all layers of the game. You want the chips or the dip? We got you. Well, it would just be silly not to. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got the one. You might as well make the other. Um, I think I'm wrong, though. I'm going to give you 70% credit. It was was Pace Thick and Chunky Salsa. But Thick thick and Chunky chunky is in the name, so we're going to... Pace. I'll give you some bonus points. I'll take bonus points wherever I can get them. Your boy likes freebies over here. Dolphins, Browns, over 49 and a half points. Uh, this got there pretty easy. 39-17 Dolphins, 56 total points, even in a relatively low-scoring fourth quarter. My prop of the day, Jerry Judy, over 49 and a half receiving yards. He finished with zero that Not is a whole lot is, you can do when you... less than 49. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, th- it's a tough thing. This is part of the risk about betting overs and props, is if the guy gets hurt in the first four minutes of the game and doesn't play anymore... No, that's that. You're probably fucked. Yeah, that'll do it. Yep. And that's what happened. Oh, no. Proper fucked. At least you were fucked proper. I know. That's nice. It is. I prefer... What, 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 what would you consider to be better? Like a proper fuck or like a gentlemanly... Ooh, because I would think that they're relatively synonymous, right? I mean, they're similar, sure, but um, you know, I'll take being fucked good and proper. Mm. This rolls off the tongue better, better than like I was fucked very gentlemanly. It's a mouthful. Sounds weird. A lot of consonants. Very Ursula Lee. Very Ursula Lee. 
Oof, no one wants to get fucked Ursula Lee. That involves tentacles. I know. It, it's Velma in some circles of the world might get down on that kind of thing. I don't have any other recap stuff, man. I'm kind of excited to get into... I have a theme. Ooh, nice. What's your theme? Teams that suck. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm serious. Nice. Yeah. I consider every team that has to do... Not teams that I'm betting against. I think that all the teams that I'm betting on suck. Betting on bad teams to into extent. it. What's your theme? My theme is Nicolas Cage. Well, it's the same as mine. Yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah, they're basically There's no the difference. Same. No, the, these two things are the same thing. Ah. Well, this is going to get confusing. So today I'm going to flip my American Marriage Ministries ordained minister card. Because the thing I found in my wallet. What are the two sides? Minister, or I don't know, the, <laughs> or back. You, you have no idea what's on the other side. One of them says minister. All and right. The other one's just like a logo. Minister or not minister. Ooh, all right, that's good enough. I was going to find something with a more entertaining backside. Oh. But, you know, we're going to work with it. Uh, call it in the air. Minister. Didn't oh. really flip it all. And it's kind of like sideways. Well, I'll just pick that up in a bit. That looked like a... New thing to call. You know what? I you ever seen I... a kid like throw a paper plane when he's never made a paper plane? That's what that looked like. Yeah, it really went poorly. Yeah. Right, I'm just going to. There's another a co- term. I have a coin in my pocket. We're going to go back to the classic coin. That's good. Do you know what the other term for a kid throwing a paper plane when he's never thrown a paper plane is? Just throwing paper? It's called Carson Wensing. Ooh, the Wentz. Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. Let's call it in the air. Tails. It was a delay. You win. Okay. Fuck yeah. It was a low <laughs> flip. I didn't do a good job flipping the coin either. No, I'm not on my flipping form today, F2. Mm. But uh, yeah, who do you want to go first? I want to get into the Nicolas Cage side of this, so I want you to go first. Are you going to unravel something bizarre on me? It's a little weird. I mean, you know, it's Nicolas Cage. It's got to be a little weird. So the first bat in the Nicolas Cage... <laughs> Pantheon of Bats is inspired by probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie, and that's Gone in 60 Seconds. Really? Fucking love me some Gone in 60 Seconds. I don't know. There's there's other ones that could contend, but that's that one's off the top of my head, probably my favorite Nick Cage movie. Okay. Much like the main character of that film, Matt Ryan's coming back to help his bro for <laughs> one last ride. His bro, Jeff Saturday. His bro, Jeff Saturday. Going to help him out one last time, one last hurrah, one last job. And that job is going to take the Eagles Colts over 45 and a half. Okay. So Matt Ryan is the titular character of Gone in 60 Seconds, which I should actually know. I should, I didn't, I should know who... Memphis. Memphis. God damn right. Yeah. Memphis Reigns? Yeah. Yeah. Randall. Randall Randall Memphis Memphis Reigns. Yeah. Good pull. Well done. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So that's my my Memphis Reigns pick right there. Matt Ryan helped bring the over 45 and a half. Do you know how when you are like scrolling through channels i guess you, you just scroll through a menu nowadays you don't scroll through channels but yeah, when you're yeah. scrolling through the menu and there are certain movies that you see and every time you see them you stop because they're awesome like like caddyshack for example like if i'm ever scrolling through and i see caddyshack i'm like yep that's what i'm watching right gone in 60 seconds is not awesome but it's also something that i will usually stop and watch anyway 
Oh, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that. And then after a half hour, I'm like, this isn't even good. Like, why do I always do this? It's not great, but it's fucking amazing. It's the first hour is better than everything after. Are you kidding me? Then you start no. doing all the heists, man. I know, but then it's just like repetitive. And then the ending is like crazy predictable. Dude, he jumps the fucking whip. I know, but I'm not into like action car chases and shit mm. like that. Right? I'm into, I'm into it but with I do the like right the cheesy up. dialogue to pair. And it, it all works for me. The Memphis Reigns on the phone with Angelina Jolie. The almost car sacks. Like, there's just, like, a lot of the goods within all of it. Lowrider, please. Lowrider. Uh, Lowrider? Can we get a And he does this thing where he's, like, shaking his hands by his head. And he's like, okay, let's go. Yeah, man. That's, like, there has been a lot of moments like this. That's the worst five seconds of Nicolas Cage's acting career. Or the best. Okay, I'm ready. That's Nicolas Cage for you, man. I you got to take the good with the bad. Because they're one and the same. The good stuff is the bad stuff. And the bad stuff is the good stuff. I would put that as the third best Nicolas Cage movie. Ooh. However, we'll get to that. That's true. Let's not jump the gun here. We'll see you there. We'll jump the bridge, not the gun. Jump that bridge. Colts, Eagles, over, huh? Colts, Eagles, over. Invigorating Matt Ryan performance. Invigorating enough for this to just be a high-scoring affair across the board. Short week for the Eagles. They just gave up 32 points to... uh, the commies, Jonathan Taylor, looked good last week. Promising. I had someone Looks offer me good. Jonathan Taylor for Travis Kelsey straight up, and I turned it down. Uh, well, I don't know what else you have. I would do it in a vacuum. Uh, I, I would I, do it in an Ursula. I would have then just had to pick up a new tight end. I, Kelsey's Some, my only tight Somebody end. horrible. Well, yeah. I was more concerned with who you had at running back. but I mean. Oh, easier to replace. This sounds insane. Taylor would have been an upgrade at running back, yes. Well. but. <laughs> The upgrade would not equate to the downgrade. Right. But yeah, it was wild as I was sitting there, like, staring at my screen and being like, I have to turn this down. Like, this isn't even like, it's a great offer, but it's not one I can take. No, that's reasonable. Eh. Had to be done. And you know what else has to be done? Your first pick. I do. I do have to do that. You got to do it. We're going to go. All right, tell me how this makes sense. A team goes on the road as three-point underdogs, and they win by five. They incur zero injuries or of, of note, I guess, right? Have a bye week, actually get some more players healthy, and then face the same team at home, and they're again three-point underdogs. I'm sorry, they're again three-point favorites. Like, the line does not change, even though that this game is at home and the team has gotten healthier, right? Well, so this is the Patriots-Jets line. The Pats covered at the Jets as three-point favorites a couple weeks ago. Now they're going home, and they're, again, three-point favorites against the Jets. In a matchup where Bill Belichick completely fucking owns Zach Wilson worse than Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. In two games last year, the Patriots outscored the Jets 79-19. to Wilson had a... Slightly better performance in their first matchup this year, helping the Jets score 17 points. But he also threw over half of his passes incomplete and three interceptions. Uh, The Patriots, I talk about this all the time, but I think it's a completely undervalued aspect of betting on football. But the Patriots generate the third most pressure on opposing quarterbacks. The Jets also just lost Elijah Vera Tucker, first-round draft pick, offensive lineman. Against pressure this year, Zach, you know, guess what Zach Wilson's QBR is against pressure? 59. One. Oof. 
Jesus. So wait, 1.0. Oof. He's completed 16% of his passes against pressure this Oof. year. Oof. And he's Oof. thrown no touchdowns and four interceptions. Can't handle the heat. Patriots coming off a bye week, only laying three points at home against the Jets. The theme of this is that I don't think the Patriots are that good. But that's the teams that suck. But I think it's a the matchup is it's way too good, I think, to I mean, can you come up with any reason to bet the Jets? Like you think the Jets have a good defense, so you just want to take the three points? Because that's it. I did that in a little while. God damn it. <laughs> I don't feel great about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you, I mean, so do you want to dance around it or you just want to come with that right away? As part of my parlay, so okay. we'll get to it. All right. Uh, I think, listen, that's it. I think it's, the Jets have a lot of, a lot of, uh, offensive line injuries. And I think Zach Wilson, the only way that I, I lose this is if Zach Wilson has a good game and I'll bet against that constantly. Fair. Nice. I actually need you Pats. to make your second bet before I make my second and third. Okay. Just for good sequencing here. All right. So I'm going to bang my two back-to-back. Um, well, this is uh, this is another team that I think sucks. But we are going to do the Steelers plus four against the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Betting the Steelers. I'm waiting for you to tell me that you're also on the Bengals. Am I? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I had to look at my things. Uh, division matchup. At home, getting four points. Pittsburgh, listen, man, they, uh, getting TJ Watt back completely changes that defense. It's unbelievable how different that defense plays when they can generate pressure, which TJ Watt generates a ton of against another quarterback, Joe Burrow, that does not perform well against pressure and is also – going to be again without Jamar Chase, which it's unbelievable how much that changes the direction of this offense, right? Uh, since Jamar Chase got hurt, this is bizarre. Uh, Joe Burrow averages 4.9 yards per completion. That's crazy low. It's 30th in the NFL without him, right? That's insanity. Like low air yards. They don't throw the ball downfield. I don't know why they don't just have somebody else. Like, I think T. Higgins is certainly not the downfield target that Jamar Chase is, but I don't think you can only throw six-yard passes to him. But throw in the pressure situation, the Bengals are without their two starting cornerbacks. Bengals are 29th in adjusted run defense. I know Najee Harris has not had the year anybody expected. But, I mean, if he's going to be coming into form, this seems like a good spot on the schedule to do it. Home game, division game. Afternoon game. Pittsburgh, rowdy, cold, grinded out football. Joe Burrow can't throw deep. Give me the four points. Taking the points. That's it. All right. It's time for a takeover. Fantasy Basketball Invasion Minute. For this next pair of bets, we're jumping over to the NBA. Double dip. Double dipping in the NBA. And we're also sticking with Gone in 60 Seconds. What? That's right, folks. More Gone in 60 Seconds talk. So, with my first bet, we've got 
the Magic at the Bulls over 223. And this is in the combination of young up-and-comer to the game, Mr. Paolo Banchero. Been killing it over there. You're oh, your rook. I know you love that. I like that. It's too. a combination of he is kind of my Timothy Oliphant in this movie. On in 60 seconds, kind of like Timothy Oliphant getting some work for the for like early phase of his career there before he can become the leading man he is these days. You know, like Timothy Oliphant is like a household name. It's pretty sweet in that movie too. Yeah, it's sweet in that movie. It's quite good. Yeah. And that so he's the Paolo Banchero. I like that Carol. of this character. of this of this bad boy going up against like uh, the Bulls. They're kind of more your uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Over here, just like Ben in the cut, doing quality young, work for you. Young year. criminals, young well, young criminals, but uh, also as Giovanna Ribisi with the young with the young representation, and uh, fucking why am I blanking out? Oh, and uh, that's not Ving Rames. No, no, that's not Ving Rames. They look always, sort of similar. That's Delroy Lindo. I always thought that was Ving Rames in this movie. You would have okay. So first of all, if anybody. That's listening to this knew that guy's name was Delroy Rimbo. Lindo. Lindo. I think Rimbo a little bit better, but Lindo. Um, we're just going to give you something. I don't care what. You decide what you want. Yeah, you just let us know if you legitimately yeah. knew that fact. I don't care if it's a, a box of crackers or a spare tire or like a broken lawnmower, like whatever you want. Voos is the Detective Roland, a.k.a. Delroy Lindo of this matchup. <laughs> just a dude that's been doing work without getting the recognition recognition forever because yeah i had his name wrong for example that's the lack of respect on my guy delroy over here much like Vus nikola vucevic in the league still killing it and uh those combinations of players and more will take this magic bulls game over 223 and then i've got the bucks plus 110 money line at philly bucks Plus one ten. Is anybody starting for Milwaukee anymore? It seems like it doesn't matter. Like they just slaughtered. Yeah, it's, uh, Giannis and Brooke Lopez are going insane, and then just like sprinkle. They're in missing like four of five rotations. Yeah, sprinkle in all sorts of weirdness beyond that, uh, including a young buck who I really like, Javon Carter. No, Marjan Bochamp. Oh. Badass Marjan Bochamp out here, uh, along with Giannis. Giannis is basically the Shelby 61 Mustang that Nicolas Cage spends the whole movie lusting over. Just like peak vehicle, dream, like, dream machine. Can you uh, can you give me the name of that car? I can't remember the goddamn name of the car. Come on, man. I know, it's been a while. Uh, my, my Gone in 60 Seconds, I should have done more Gone in 60 Seconds research before this. Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor fuck yeah. Giannis is Eleanor, is the metaphor I'm going for here, where he's just... There's, unattainable beauty specimen unstoppable and he's going to reign supreme over philadelphia this is a really loose metaphor right, this is not tying together that dude's already won an mvp and an nba title how's that unattainable yeah you got me there. i don't know man because philly not, doesn't have him yeah, i guess philly doesn't have him sure i don't know it's it a pretty That's thin it. veiled metaphor i just wanted to talk about gone in 60 seconds a yeah. lot today Yo, so. i like where you're going so, <laughs> I, so i made up a reason to do so but yeah i, I think the box beat philly today and that's Shelby my that's my N- Quimpo. <laughs> nice. That's my NBA double takeover there with my uh, Magic Bulls over two twenty three and Bucks money line over Philly. Have you been you've been betting any basketball? Not well. <laughs> I have not. Um, I've done a couple 
couple props, NBA wise. But I, I, I'm terrible at playing the NBA, so I just I leave it alone. But I'll, I'll throw some props out there. On I'm occasion. about to take a break from it. I'm, if these if if these don't go well, I'm taking a little hiatus from it because I've started the season poorly. Dude, I'm telling you, you should just focus on betting player props. Like that's completely in yep. your wheelhouse. Player props is more my As speed on top for sure. of roles and differentiating roles and evolving roles on teams like you would i think you would do very well at that you're probably right about that i should focus more on that i do tend to go straight to games and uh games and lines perfect time for a uh prize picks sponsorship drop right here drop it in we don't have one we don't have it but it's cool if they want to sponsor us we could plug it in here we are right this here. is the spot now also what? uh prize <laughs> prize picks Highly featured commercial during Gone in 60 Seconds airings on TNT in Saturday afternoons. Oh, word. Yeah, that makes sense. It seems like TNT is the, sh- the channel that you can always catch that movie. Yeah, TNT or TBS, which are basically it's like the same parent company anyway. So, yeah, it's right. just like one of those two is going to be rocking a nice like weekend, early 2000s thriller marathon, including Gone in 60 Seconds. Might get rushed by with Jason Statham in that block. I've never seen that. That's a lot. The, it's another car heist movie, I think. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. It's right after Days of Thunder. <laughs> Let's talk props, baby. I'm not there yet. I've only done two plays. I thought you'd done three plays. Oh. Mm-mm. I just did the Patriots and the Steelers. Oh. I just talked the whole way the fuck too much. Oh. I'll make this one easy. No, that's fine. Short I don't care. talking. Bring it on, man. Give me more picks then. Chicago. God damn it. I told you I wasn't going to do this. <laughs> Chicago Bears uh, over team total over 23 points. Dude, you spent like 20 straight minutes telling me how you were going to avoid doing Chicago things. I know. But give me the bet again. Chicago Bears team total over 23 points. Um, I, I, I'm not ready to eat crow on this yet, but I will say that uh, since the Bears have, I mean, they've really altered their offense the past three weeks. Uh, Getze, offensive coordinator has starting deplo- started deploying an offense that really utilizes what Justin Fields is good at, which is being a bad quarterback who can run a <laughs> a read option. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I mean, listen, I know they've lost three games in a row, but in those three games they've scored at least 29 in each of their three games. They're also drawing a Falcons team that has allowed over 25 points per season and has given up 34 twice in the last four weeks. Chicago's been playing a ton of overs, even though I'm not impressed by Atlanta's offense or their scheme or the fact that they just decide to not use Kyle Pitts, who they spent a fourth overall draft pick on in a draft where they also could have had, well, Justin Fields, for example, or Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddell. Instead, they took Kyle Pitts, who they just don't throw the ball to. But I think this game is going to lead to some points, and I think that the Bears are going to be on the high side of it. Bears are going to get high. Indoor game in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, one might say. Hot Atlanta, one might. Groovy, dog. Did you know that there's a Chick-fil-A inside Atlanta Stadium, but it's, you can't get them during football games because they're, they're on Sundays? On Sundays? Yeah. That's outrageous. It's like the hottest ticket when Atlanta hosts a Monday night football game. Everyone's like, fuck yeah, dude, Chick-fil-A is going to be open. Once a year. It's weird. We host a primetime game where Chick-fil-A actually serves us. 
<laughs> rest of the season is just a closed building. I mean, like, if you own the stadium, wouldn't you be like, fuck you, dude? You can't yeah, put this fuck in here. Yeah, <laughs> Like, I want a place that's going to be open. Yeah. What? I don't know. Maybe they do a ton of concerts. I mean, I imagine they probably do. Do but... people eat a lot of chicken at concerts, though? Oh, probably like older people concerts, you know? I do. A f- I, I snack it a lot. Whenever I go to like larger concert venues, I snack it up. I don't think you do that. I do. I be, I don't know about chicken, but I'd be snacking up though. I mean, I'm a, I'm a I'm a soft pretzel with cheese guy. I've been to concerts with you. We were doing completely different things than having pretzels and chicken. That we were, <laughs> but uh, you know, I like snacks at pre- concerts sometimes too. Mostly pretzels with cheese on it, so that's pretty much <laughs> my go-to. Or a hot dog. Got to rock a glizzy occasionally. What the fuck is that word, man? <laughs> oh, glizzy? I keep hearing people say this. What oh, the hell is this? Why? What does that mean? How come? I, I don't know how come, but I like it. So I, I'm, I'm joining the, the youth. It's a glizzy. Jesus. I'm mainly in on it because then I can pitch for dinner glizzies and blizzies, which is hot dogs and blizzards. Is that the foundation of the term? I don't glizzy? think it is, but it's what I jumped Dairy to Queen immediately. Based? I just immediately was like, oh, fuck yeah, glizzies and blizzies. I'm into that. It would make sense if it was. I don't. I want to know where this came from. Origins of Blizzies. If anyone wants to holler at us about the origins of Blizzies, please reach out. Let us know at D2B2Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Unless it has anything to do with Nicolas Cage, in which case I don't want to hear about it. I'm pretty confident it does not. It's definitely a younger person's thing. <laughs> but uh, are we on to props? Yeah, yeah. Let's prop, prop nasty. Prop it should nasty. be Eleanor, whatever your your prop is going to be. Uh yeah, this should this could have been. I mean, honestly, it's it still fits. This like uh, I actually didn't have Nicolas Cage themes for the rest of myself. I really just had it for those first three bets. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but Patrick Mahomes is also very Eleanor esque, just like a pristine, flawless beast of a fucking person. And uh, I don't know. That was a weird take. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will score the first. Will score a touchdown as the first score of the game. Do you have any idea how, how paradoxical the terms pristine and beast are? I don't think that's paradoxical. It's a pristine beast. Beast. I don't know. I think they're very the beast incongruent. Can incongruent, I, incongruent? I think, is more fair. <laughs> uh. First TD. Of First the game. TD of the game. Chiefs. Chiefs plus one thirty. Nothing too exciting about that prop. Plus one thirty. Yeah. Oh, oh, hang on a second. Is this the first score of the game? First is score a of Chiefs the game. Touchdown. Okay. Yeah. All right. That 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 fits. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Because it could be a field goal, and then it could. Right, be, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing too nothing too overtly sexy about it. Just. Uh, Taking the best offense to score first. Draw first blood. And Nicolas Cage wasn't in Rambo? You're right. Nicolas Cage was not in Rambo. Although, for the record, I think the Rambo movies would have been better with Nicolas Cage instead of Sylvester Stallone. Also, for the record, even though most people would say Con Air. Oh, we got to start a fine system for when ringers go off. I know. It's it's very poorly done. (laughs) Very poorly done. Even though... Most people would put Con Air above Gone in 60 Seconds, or at least in their top two Nicolas Cage movies. Not for me. It's, I'm going National Treasure and National Treasure 2. 
are the two best Both Cage over. Movies. Nice. Both over any Nicolas Cage movie. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Although Matchstick Men. Ooh, Matchstick highly unappreciated good, yeah. Nicolas Cage movie. I'm, I, listen, I, I'm being a little bit redundant here because I've done this already. Well, that sort of goes without saying because that's what the word redundant means. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but well, let's just, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's just keep picking on the Texans' rush defense, right? Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., over 63.5 rushing yards. A lot of volume. 41 touches in his last two games. He had 26 carries for 86 against the Eagles Monday night. Texans' run defense is still the worst in the fucking NFL. Saquon ravaged them for over 150. Even if he were to completely split carries down the middle with Antonio Gibson, I still think he gets 60 yards. Damn. 63 and a half. Brian Robinson Jr. Wow. Happens to be the guy that made the key cuts for the Mercedes and gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> Happens to be. Small world. Small world. All right. We propped. Let's talk parlays. Y'all just parlaying up in here? Parlaying up in here. What are you working with? I have a... Three dog parlay. Oh, I like the three dog. The three dog parlay is a fun thing to do. The three dog money line parlay is a fun thing to do. Uh, this one's at plus one thousand and six. I like the six. Uh, it's like a funny number. I was good. Hang on, I want to try to guess. Please do. All three are technical dogs. Plus one thousand and six. Well, I, so you already told me that the uh, the Jets were one. I did, yeah, yeah. Way to remember stuff. Jets. Raiders. Raiders is one of them. Nice, yeah. I have that in mind too. Nice. Raiders. Should I just should I, should I immediately guess another one that's in mine? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Just just guess uh, guess with your heart. Let's I'm gonna. Round uh, it out. I have two two that I really think make sense. I'm, if I'm I'm trying to work the math in my head, and I feel like it's got to be really low. I feel okay. I feel like the Vikings would make it work mathematically, but I feel like it's more likely that you would have taken the Lions. It was the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Vikes. Partially just because I wanted to hear you rant. How about much why. do you want me to go insane right now? Please give me full uncorked Viking rant. Go. This is actually it's funny you bring this up. I was at, I was at bowling on Tuesday night, and uh, one of my guys that I I bowl with were in a a pick'em pool where we pick every game against the spread every week. And out of nowhere, I'm like getting ready to walk up and bowl, and he's like, "Dude, how the fuck are the Vikings underdogs? They're eight and one." And I was like, "Oh my god, if you have like you're gonna." I'm not going to be able to focus on bowling for a half hour if we start talking about this. Yep. I'm going to go completely nuts. I'm just going to go completely nuts. Well, uncork it now. And I just started telling him. And I was yeah, like, why, the, why are the Vikes underdogs? They're eight and one. So I gave him like a handful of reasons. And then he was just like, they just beat Buffalo. They've only lost one game they all year. They just beat Buffalo. They've only lost one game all year. They should be favored. And I'm like, all right, fucking bet them then. Whatever you want to do. I, 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 I can't have this conversation. 
Well, you can now. I think Dallas puts it on him. But, I, I mean, how many times am I going to go to this well? As many as it takes. As many as it takes. Just keep. Just. If this were like a, like, what's that blackjack system where you just, like, keep doubling up every time you lose? Oh, yeah. I forget what that's called. There's a yeah. name for it. Yeah. It'll, it'll come to me. And by that, I mean I'm going to cheat and casually look it up without trying to type loudly while I'm talking. Nice. That's a, that's a good twofer. Um, you know my – oh, can we, do, can we do a little drop upcoming segue for what we're releasing next week? Yeah, man. Hell yeah, we can. Segue it up. Good Fun Media has got some sweet shit coming around the bend next week. We've got um, on Monday, Nick and I are dropping our mid-season hot takes. We're going to review our preseason hot takes. Discuss how those went and uh, talk about if we have to eat crow on any of them or if we're going to double down and still believe they might happen. Uh, then we dive dove into, we actually just did this conversation yesterday, so it's now in the past for us and in the future for you guys. Weird little paradox there. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like a pristine beast. Just like a pristine beast. Well, on that episode, we'll also discuss, uh, we've got a few hot takes and a few things that were surprising to us up to this point in the season. So it was that was a fun conversation. That'll drop on Monday. Then on Wednesday, our show, Morons of the Multiverse, a Marvel Cinematic Universe fandom podcast, will be dropping the first phase. Mike and I decided to do a rebuild of the DC Universe now that James Gunn has taken control, and it seems like they're going to try to right the ship again. We hypothesized what we would do to lay the foundations for a new DC film universe. That was a fun conversation we did months ago on Morons of the Multiverse. And then on Thursday, we will be releasing a Thanksgiving special uh, on After the Laugh Track, our sitcom fandom podcast. My co-host Martha and I will be ranking our favorite Thanksgiving episodes of sitcoms and animated comedy series alike. Oh, nice. Going to be a lot of fun. Very well done. Thanks. I like the timeliness. Yeah, I got to, you know, right on, right, on, right on cue. Hitting our first holiday special. And uh, did I clear sufficient time for you to Google what you wanted to Google? Oh, I didn't. That's not what I needed time for. I just wanted you to start talking a little bit about our uh, second half bold predictions. Because one of mine, well, half of mine, half of one of my bold predictions is that the Vikings don't win a playoff game. So I'm picking my spot until they play a team that I think drastically overmatches them, and I'm going to smash that team. Which might be this week, but I'm too emotionally hurt by what they've been doing to me. I can't do it this week. Needs a break I'm this too week. Invested. Too invested. A true gambler would be able to Overcome. omit his emotions and say, I don't care. The Dallas off defensive line is too good, and Kirk Cousins is going to get annihilated and throw the ball to them too many times. But I can't do it. I'm scarred. Scarred. Purple. That's a purple scar. Purple scars. Damages. I think the Vikings lose. Fuck them. Fair enough. Well, that's, <laughs> But that's my parlay. Plus 1,006 for the three dogs in the Jets, the Vikes, and the Raiders. <laughs> the doubling. It's, it's called a martingale. Martingale strategy. Ah, the double up like, every bet. You like bet a dollar, and if you lose, you bet $2. And if you lose, you bet $4. Fascinating. Um, applicable to roulette as well, right? You see people do that in roulette additionally. It could, I mean, it could like, be. They do that on like a 50-50, right? You'll do that on like red or black, and you'll like do like the one, then two, then four, then eight until you yeah, get that, and then you. The, the problem is that there, it's not a true 50-50 because there's zero. Right, well, double, yeah. Zero. Yeah, exactly. I actually but, just explained this to someone yesterday. Word? Yeah. Because it's fascinating and so clever. 
Vegas is clever, people. Every time you think that uh, you see a, th- a thing that's sneaky and think you can win money, it's probably bait. Fuck yeah. That's the deal, folks. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with you. I'm going to do a three-dog parlay also. Oh, man. A couple dog parlays. Cutting it up. Um, I, I... Ooh, give me your, uh, give me your wager and I want to b- stab at yours. Plus 11-14. Well, I know the Raiders is one of them. Yeah. So we just discussed that. Uh, are the Lions one of yeah. them? Nice. The Loins, Loins, Loins. Giants haven't played a top 13 offense this year. Wow. Okay. The, the best offense they played was Seattle, which is the 13th best offense in the NFL. Snap. And then, so the third one's got to be a little bit of a heavier dog to... Get to plus eleven hundred because lions are narrowly favored, raiders are narrowly favored. So I'm gonna. So they'd have to be more favored than, or more against than the Jets even, which is plus one forty three. Are you taking the Chargers? No, no, no. No, I didn't think it was that out cra- That That's too crazy. Um, that's too crazy. For the record, if the Chargers were the third team, this would be... Astronomically higher? Plus 1450. Not astronomically oh, higher, but higher. Higher, fair plus enough. Plus 1450. It's, uh... No. Brownies? It's the Bears. Uh, <laughs> it's... God damn it. God damn it. Why? You said you weren't going to... Yeah, it's the Bears. Yeah, it's the Bears. So you double-dipped on the team that you were like, my one goal is to not bet this. That's exactly what happened. Perfect. Yeah. Smart. But to be fair, I gave up on the Vikings, so we're just switching switching gears a little switching bit. Switching gears, moving around the NFC North. Yeah. Splashing around the NFC North. The gorgeous Midwest. <sighs> Plains of America. Gotta love the Midwest. The heart... What? What is the Midwest? Like the breadbasket of America? Uh, we're like the heart. It's like the half-used butter tray of America. No, nah, man, it's like fucking... Yeah, people in the Midwest like butter. We do like butter a lot. Yeah. That's true. I do fucking like butter a lot. See what I mean? I do, yeah. No, instantly, you corrected me instantly. I fucking really like butter. I, <laughs> I wish I could say I didn't as much, honestly. You're right, I do like butter. <laughs> you got me here. All right, yeah. I'll be honored to be America's breadbasket. <laughs> Shall we discuss DFS lineups? We can uh, S it with the F and the Ds. Ooh, with the S and the Ds. D's. Tight. All right. Uh, want me to go first or you want to go first? You go first. Cool. Uh, Jets defense, as we like to start with oh, defenses around fuck. these parts. Well, I could get behind this a little bit. It's 2,800. Cheap side. You're really just playing the turnovers game here. You're really just like hoping this game isn't insanely high scoring and just hoping the couple turnovers come your way. That's, that's simple enough. Yeah. Pretty, and again, 2800 Didn't want to spend a lot on my defense. So nice and cheap and just hoping for the best here. I am uh, riding with the Steelers' defense. They're only 2300 TJ Watt, I told you, TJ Watt makes a big difference. Should be able to get pressure. Joe Burrow can make some, some mistakes. Made a lot of mistakes in that Monday night game against Cleveland. Did. Hoping for something similar. 2300 gives you a lot of room to finagle. Finagle. Finagle Minch. I've been known to finagle. And fabagle. Oof, man, I love to fabagle. Quarterbacks? 
We both have them. I'll tell you mine. It's Lamar Jackson. Went with the big quarterback expense this week, 8,400. I think it's just going to be a barrage of fucking points against Carolina, and it's going to be really fun to watch, and I want to uh, rejoice in those points and regale in them and uh, just, like, have them rain down on me. So I'm, I'm doing it. Lamar Jackson. My favorite quarterback in the league. Just gonna, barrage of points. Barrage of points. Uh, sometimes you just gamble with your heart a little bit. And I, I love the Ravens. And I love Lamar. So I just I wanted to build a DFS with him. Boom, boom. I came into this knowing I was going to build with Lamar right away. I was like, I'll figure out the rest, but I know I want to do a Lamar day. Today. This is it. There's no debate that you're your Lamar Foundation. Today was the day I knew I wanted to Lamar it up. Uh. Where are we at in this? I, well, I gotta, I gotta go to uh, my quarterback, which is not gonna surprise you because he plays for my favorite team, the best team in the NFL, which is of course the Minnesota Vikings. It's uh, Kirk, <laughs> sixty-one hundred uh, Kirk Cousins. You are just a man of conflict, just inner <laughs> turmoil. You just, you don't know what to believe. Kirk, Kirky, 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 Kirky. So. We don't need to talk about this too much because you're not. Well, we can talk about it a little bit, but you already know what stack I have coming based on this, right? That's that's a gimme. But I did like the fact that over the last two games, this is an obscure stat that I saw a whole segment on a couple of days ago. But uh, in the last two games, Kirk Cousins has decided that he no longer cares if Justin Jefferson is open. He's just going to throw the fucking ball at him anyway. Like there was yeah, a he's over there. Let's fucking do it. Just throw it at him. There was a stat that said that uh, Justin Jefferson had the lowest amount of separation in coverage of any wide receiver all year on, like, X amount of throws per game. Call it, like, five targets per game. And he had 16. Hot diggity dog. So, yeah, I like the notion that Cousins is like, I don't care if you're open or not. I'm going to throw at you anyway. Yeah, we're going to get the ball to you. We're going to make it happen. And I think that the Vikings don't have an easy time running the ball against Dallas. And I do think there'll be some points scored. Nice. Groovy, man. Love that shit. No bring back. Hint. I'm also bring back less. Yeah. We're, uh, we've, uh, for this week, abandoned that B2. I have. It's time for Derek or Nick's D2 or B2 of the day. Abandoning the bring back. I've augmented my bring back. Augmented bring back? Yeah. I've, well, no, my approach. I think that if you're going to do it, you should do it in non-division games. Oh. I think you're more likely to see, like, fireworks in a non-division game. Okay. Uh, a 2.0 rule onto the bring back. Although this is a non-division game and I'm not doing it anyway. All right. Well. This is stupid. Nothing I'm doing makes sense. That's okay, man. That's that's the world for you. The world doesn't make sense. Yeah. We're anarchists deep in heart. Face off. Uh, I've got Antonio Gibson as my first running back oh. with 5,600. Is uh, your boy over there even cheaper than that? Should I? Should I? I've got Brian Robinson at fifty three hundred. I think I'm gonna. I might augment my Brian Robinson for fifty three hundred, <laughs> and uh, get s- spend a little more at a different spot on this thing. Then you can you can adapt. Yeah, I might adapt, but uh, this this version I'll stick with this finalized version because I do like everyone on this still. But I might adapt to Brian Robinson and tweak this, or just make another one with that. Anyway. So Gibson, I've got Brian 5, Robinson. Yeah, $5,300 Brian Robinson. One of two mini stacks that I have. Okay. So tell me how these guys can both have a good day. And tell me why it's only Brian Robinson. Give me, give me arguments on both sides. I think that they can both have a good day because Houston has a god-awful rushing defense. And I think that there's not going to be I, – I, I toyed with the notion of putting together a Heineke-McLaurin lineup. 
Like, I was actually really excited about this, but I just don't think that Washington's going to have to throw the ball a lot. That's it. Like, this doesn't seem like a – you want a high-scoring game to do this, right? Yeah. Like, Heineke's never going to be the guy that comes up with 350 and four touchdowns, but, like, if you're going to play him, it probably shouldn't be against Houston. Agreed. So I can see where Gibson and Robinson both get plenty of work and are productive with the work they get. But I was just I like the fact that Robinson is cheaper and he had twenty six carries the other day. That is a lot of carries. You know what I mean? I do. Sold. Next running back. Next running back, Devin Singletary, fifty eight hundred. Oh, this is a weird in in Detroit. In Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I the battle of the Buffalo Bills versus the Cleveland Browns uh, in Detroit. Indoor Michigan. indoor game instead of inclement weather game in Cleveland or Buffalo. BBB CBD. Who at FF Fordfield? Nice. That's a lot of letters. I'm proud of you. I'm not even going to check mental if they're correct or not. I'm just going to believe blindly yeah, that they were. Fuck yeah. The first sure. one, I think the first one would actually be a Roman numeral. Ooh, no Fs. No Fs. Well, anyway, Devin, uh, <laughs> Devin Singletary. What the fuck? Uh, and I, I still expect the Bills offense to be as potent as the Bills offense most of the time is. And Singletary's had a nice role in that all year. And I could see him uh, finding the end zone and getting some yards. And I'll feel pretty good about it. He's had, he's had a good season. And at, at 5800 he's a sneaky little price tag there. I also entertain the notion of... <laughs> Of doing a Jacoby Brissett Amari Cooper lineup, man, you've had some notions in your head today. But I couldn't get to, I couldn't bring myself to do that either. But Devin Singletary would be the bring back. Ah, in that gotcha. Lineup. I was curious what inspired that. I was like, I was like why I brought that up? Well, because they're playing Buffalo, man. I, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. You you now combined the thoughts, the thought processes. Mini stack number one, my other running back is going to be Damian Pierce at uh, 6,500. Uh, Damian Pierce is basically a staple of this segment of the show because I don't know why he's only $6,500. He's one of like three guys in the NFL that has no competition for carries and is simultaneously productive with those carries. It's true. Yeah, he's been consistently really good all year, folks. Washington's deed does not do anything that particular impresses me. Last five games, he's had 17, 27, 16, 20, and 26 carries. Just only keep getting the rock. One dumper of a game in there when he only had 35 yards against Tennessee. That's pretty fucking good. The bitch of it is that he doesn't score. But still. That can change. That can always <laughs> change, baby. That can always That's our theory on, on betting from now on. Is, well, that can change. Yeah, well, that can change, man. Uh, he's Maybe. due. Yeah, he's due. I hate that theory. He's due. Like, that just you know, means he sucks. Sometimes. Sometimes players are due, though. Oh, like the like the Vikings are due to lose? Yeah, sure. The yeah, Vikings are due to lose. Yeah, see? God damn it. I just did. There's a circular argument. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, he's going to. I actually was watching that unfold pretty confident you were just going to trap yourself at some point. Well, I, I, did, it on, I did it on purpose. Oh, I, okay. I, should, I was going to go to the, the Broncos are due. But then it would be funny if yeah. I make myself sound like Nicolas Cage. That's a good call. Wise. Uh, wide receivers? Is that where we're at now? Yeah. Uh, I've, I am cheap across my board at wide receivers, all three. Uh, I've got Devin. Uh, to pair up with Devin Singletary, I've got another Devin. Devin Duvernay. Oh, yeah. My, my, my stack. Yeah, that's a good play. Lamar and Devin Duvernay stack. Uh, 5K Devin Duvernay. I wanted uh, to play Kenyon Drake as well. 
But I don't like Gus. I, I'm concerned that he doesn't get a lot of carries because Gus Edwards is back. I had a draft of this that had Kenyon Drake on as well. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really want a double Baltimore stack in this because I, I, I don't think there's room for Lamar to do all the Lamar stuff. I think happens today, and Duvernay and Kenyon Drake to go off. Like one of the one of those doesn't go well if I do the three the three piece stack. Well, because you you have to do that against a high scoring team, not yeah. fucking Baker Mayfield. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because there's just going to be a chunk. There's just going to be a point in time where we're just running the clock out. Yeah. So I guess the hope would be like early Devin Duvernay success, and then Lamar and Kenyon Drake just run the ball out the rest of the game. If you were playing that angle, but that is that's the still hope. an oddly specific angle to bet on. So I passed on it. Uh, yeah, uh, Devin Duvernay, five K. He's been really effective on all the games without Rashad Bateman, and Bateman's done for the year. So, bada bang, bada boom. Wham, bam. How much? Uh, 5K on the nose. It's cheap. And- That's what I said. I love this price tag. It's outrageous. Like, he's the best receiver on that team right now, not named Mark Andrews, who's a tight end. Justin Jefferson, 9,100. There it is. Simple. The, uh... <laughs> There's a guy. This is straight from DraftKings, by the way, this update. Chris Thomason of the St. Paul Pioneer Press said that Justin Jefferson's toe is okay. Sounds fine to me. I only think that's intriguing because I think the name of the newspaper could be the St. Paul Pioneer or the St. Paul Press. But the St. Paul Pioneer Press seems like an unnecessary P3. It feels like they're just trying to get on the show. <laughs> they're just trying to get on the show for sure. It's a they long named the newspaper minute. this just to get on this show. That didn't exist yet when they made the newspaper. Thinking ahead. Thinking that's ahead. Forward thinking. Bold innovations. Sly dogs. Yeah, Justin Jefferson's always worth whatever price tag you put on him. 9,100. Fuck yeah, worth it. Uh, Michael Gallup, (laughs) 5,100. Kind of hoping that he is good eventually. I don't know. Um, He's been back a couple weeks now, so maybe his legs are getting under him and the playbook's coming back to him, and maybe he starts getting some looks this week. So I this I can't keep – I'm just going to – apparently every time you bring somebody, I'm going to say, yeah, I almost did that, but I legitimately did because I, I had Jefferson it plugged in quick, and then I was, like, trying to figure out a way to do a a DAC CD bring back. Mm. Well, I guess it would be a Jefferson bring back. But I, I, I would have been able to work in a DAC Michael Gallup thing, but I, I decided to just go with the Cousins side instead. Nice. Fair enough. Your, your thought processes are funny sometimes. I enjoy them. I, they're all over the place. It's like a roller coaster of nonsense. The roller coaster of nonsense sounds like an amusement park ride at like... It's what any roller coaster sounds like. Just about. But this What one, roller coaster sounds like something other than an amusement park ride? Well, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> the roller coaster of love? Of what? Well... I don't know. Who sang the original song? I only remember the Chili Peppers version. I don't know who sang the original. Okay, I feel better because I don't either. But I do know that in the music video, they're literally riding a roller coaster. That's true. They are very literally just riding a roller coaster. Yeah, I, I yield on this one. You got me. I, uh, my, my tangent I was about to go on. I almost wanted you to just stick to your guns and explain what a roller coaster is. That's not a roller coaster. No, I, 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 I yield oh, on I got this it. one. I totally got it. Uh, like something circular that you set under your drink that you roll across the table. Nice. A roller coaster. Yeah, that's it. Fuck yeah. Where were you on that one, man? 
not thinking. I'll tell you that. Like, not using that level of thought magic that you just put together. From the law firm of Jefferson and Jefferson, we are going from Justin Jefferson to Van Jefferson. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Rams wide receiver, only 4,500 Cooper Cup out for likely the year, at least four weeks. That's my third receiver. Nice. Fuck yeah. I like the law firm of Jefferson and Jefferson angle a lot. I've got matching yeah. Devons over here. You've got matching Jeffersons over Devin there. And Jefferson. Nice. Symmetry. Uh, I'm taking a page out of your book with my third wide receiver, which is George Pickens. I talked about the Cincinnati Bengals missing their top two corners. Joining the Pickens army. Only 5200 So, uh, believe it or not, uh, Justin Jefferson was only $200 less than my other two wide receivers total. Which nice. is probably reasonable because he's probably going to score only one fewer point than my other two wide receivers total. I was about to argue he'd probably score more points than those other two receivers total. God damn it. And that's not even, like, I th- that's on those two having a good day, even. That's how sweet Justin Jefferson is. Uh, I don't know, man. Pickett likes Pickens. Pickett, Pickett likes Pickens, Pickens, man. I'm, I'm, I, I agree. I agree. I couldn't play it this week again. I've played it too many times already this year. I wanted to do some variety, but I, I flirted with it like always because I see his name and the cheap prices every week. And every week, I'm like, that's pretty tempting. It's cheap, man. It's cheap. It's cheap for a guy that's just going to keep getting a decent amount of looks. Like, there's a young team that's not going anywhere this season. They're going to try to look at the young guys and get as much reps to them as they can. Uh, tight end time. Going back to Greg Dolchish. I like him. Going back to Greg, he had a shit. He had a shit week this past week, what a but that shit doesn't like crap week. <laughs> but he's got a he's got a matchup that's uh, been shitty against tight ends all season. So that that's nice to see. And in spite of how constipated Denver continues to be, uh, someone's got to score some points at some point, and it could be Greg Dolkich. Oh, they're due. No, just because, like, you know, the, the the odds of football teams not scoring Hi. points are insanely low. So, therefore, like, the, just the math says that some points will be scored by this Denver football team, and why not Greg Dolkich? This is the second half of my... 3,800, by the way. Gotcha. Um, at the first half of my next mini stack, I want a piece of this Bears-Falcons game. And uh, contrary to what I said earlier, which I'm sure you know I only brought up because I was going to have to talk about it again, I'm taking a $4,400 Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, he's actually averaged eight targets per game in his last three games, but somehow he's only had two catches in two of them. He had five in the other for 80 yards and a score. I I think there's going to be some fireworks. I think that's value. I think that, you know, if we're looking at a game that there's going to be some scoring. And, I mean, in all reality, like, there's only two directions to go with tight end. And it's basically, like, Mark Andrews or cheap, as far as I'm concerned. Or right? Kelsey. But, I mean, this week, there's no Kelsey in that pool. So I was, yeah, yeah I mean, right. I'm I was referring to this week. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, you could do the Cole Komet thing, but... I, I don't know. I, I can't buy this Cole Komet thing keeps happening. He's scored five touchdowns in three weeks. Yeah. Like I mean, I think he's going to have another week like that by the end of the year, but I don't think it's this week. This feels like the gap week. After three really sweet weeks, there's going to be like a gap week or two, and then another game in like week 15 where he has like two more touchdowns for it, some silly reason. It also feels like the week where you're going to be playing against a fucking ton of Justin Fields' Cole Komet lineups. 
Sure. Like there's going to be a lot oh, yeah. of those out there, yeah, right? For so sure. if you want a piece of that game, but you want to go a different direction, like Kyle Pitts is probably the pivot, right? Have at big flex time. I don't have a big flex. But I have a flex. Hit me with your flex then. It's the second half of that game, and it's David Montgomery with uh, with Kyle Herbert. I'm sorry, with Khalil Herbert being injured. Mm, so yeah. we're trying to find a way that we're going to get our hands on a lot of the scoring in that game that isn't going to evolve Justin Fields. Oish. And that's, that's it, I think. Stark that's logic, the direction, yeah. right? Yeah, David Montgomery should be right back in line for a huge share of touches now with no one to really split reps with anymore. Tons of tar- tons of uh, handoffs coming his way, so I imagine David Montgomery has a strong back end of season, pending health, of course. That guy has a strong back end. Strong back end. Like I an, love a strong back end. Like an ox. That's right. Clench and just snap things. Have you ever seen an ox? I don't think I have ever seen an ox. Do people still do things with oxes like they used to? You don't hear about them as much anymore. The ox has certainly lost some of the... Uh, <laughs> The main sta- like the main appeal that probably the had. just due to the advent of heavy machinery, like yeah, you just don't need oxes. Not a lot of need for an ox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tough break for oxen. They went the same as as horses. It's true. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a luxury animal now. Well, I, don't do that, I don't know that. I don't know that an ox qualifies as a. Luxury animal. Can I dressage with my ox like can you, I can with a horse? That's a good, can you race? Ooh, ox, ox racing? Oxen racing? I think Ooh. that's mul- multiple oxen. Is oxen? I'm pretty sure it's oxen as well. You tell me about your your flex. I'm going to find out what country has the most Perfect. ox. Perfect. Saquon Barkley. That oh. guy's got a fucking ox backside as well, by the he way. He has got an ox backside for sure. 8,900. Big finish. Um, dude's... Been fucking elite all year. Nick and I keep playing him because he keeps paying off and being worth it. And he's got a matchup this week that is utterly garbage at stopping the run. Like, real, real, real bad at it. So, you know, Nick and I were discussing that this could be a trap game for the G-Men for sure. But, like, even if it's a trap game and the G-Men do lose this game for some stupid reason, which I don't see coming. I think the G-Men win this game. But I don't have the same nervous energy about the Giants that Nick does over there. But even if the Giants somehow fuck this up and lose this game, there's no way Saquon Barkley doesn't have a sweet day in the process. Do you want to know? Yeah, I, I don't see how the Lions stop him from having a good day. Do you want to know, like, a fun way to play this game? Yes. I like fun. This is throwing money out the window, but sometimes that's fun. Uh, you could you could bet like halftime result, full game result, and you could bet that the game is tied at halftime and the Lions win at plus eighteen hundred, or the game is tied at halftime and the Giants win at plus sixteen hundred. Wow! But like, but you just need the tie at halftime. The Giants aren't like the Giants aren't a get ahead early kind of team, right? Like they are. Big time, a actually they're they're second in the NFL in fourth quarter point differential. Like they're definitely a late game kind of team, and the Lions seem to score a lot of their fucking points late in the game too, right? They're not a blitz off to the races in the first quarter kind of team. Neither one of these teams are, right? That's true. That's true. 
I would. I, I don't know. I don't. Well, think... the Lions like to get a solid two score deficit to really start playing comeback, and right? then come back and lose by four. Yeah, the Lions love or, a good almost comeback story, or a two score lead and then lose by four. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. They like that one sometimes too. That's true. I've got a lot of buddies, a lot of friends that are in our area of southeastern Michigan that are like. Like shit talking, trying like asking me about like betting in this game, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking bet in this game, man. This I'm yep, not, not touching it, not excited. I think the it's just, I like honestly, you should be a little bit surprised I didn't take the Lions in this game because I feel the exact same way about it that I felt about the Bears game last week. Like I don't think the Lions should be three point dogs in this game. I think the Lions are better than perception, and I think the Giants are. Not necessarily worse than perception because I think everyone knows that they're not a seven and two football team. That's true. Yeah, the Giants. But I still think people see seven and two and they're like, fuck. Well, it must be pretty good, actually. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, pretty good is probably a fair statement for the Giants overall, but vulnerable to most is still also fair. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's our parlays. We parlayed. It we, was it was sweet. We we DF uh we DFS'd. That's right. That's what we Those were did. DFSs. We did parlay as well earlier. A, a little while ago. Yeah. It was cool when we did it. That was cool when we it did it. It was sweet, man. I had it a, was good, a time. good time. Me too. Nice, man. Fuck yeah. I like having a good time. Let's talk the second best Destiny's Child song, Survivors. What's Bills, Bills, Bills? Bills, Bills, Bills. Number one. Got it. Wait, did you. Are, is this like. No, you already used Buffalo. You didn't do that just so you could have some cute little Destiny's Child thing into your Survivor pick, did you? It was just for the Destiny's Child Survivor reference. It, it would have been I've already used sweet. Buffalo. Yeah, no, I've already used Buffalo. So, yeah, that wasn't to also make the Bills, Bills, Bills double down into that. It's probably happened on a podcast already, but I would have Ooh, I would have Bills, admired Bills, Bills, Bills is a strong B3. It's like a B1 to the third power. <laughs> Fair. All right. I think it's still a B3. Fuck. Okay. Now, I, uh, I'm i like 90% sure I haven't taken the Bengals yet, so I went with the Bengals. Ooh. I still even like... I agree with you that TJ Watt makes a big difference on Pittsburgh, but I still think that Cincinnati is the better team, and you know I've already used a lot of really good teams, so... This, they're the best team I have left on my board against a team that hasn't been very good this year. So it feels like the move for me personally. It's a tough Survivor Week. Weird Survivor Week, especially if you've already used a lot of like the really sweets. Um, which, I mean, to be honest, if you're still alive, which we are not. We are not. We're just, how- <laughs> uh, we're, we're waxing you hypothetical. Are, you, uh, yeah, there's a good chance you don't have a lot of fucking uh, good teams left. I'm, uh, believe it or not, I have yet to use the 49ers. Nice bully for you. I'll take the 49ers. Even though I think this is, I don't know, Arizona plays San Fran well. But here's another, a little teaser. Another teaser. I like San Francisco's second half outlook on the season. I was just about to give a similar teaser. Here's a teaser. Uh, that game actually kind of represents Nick and I's feelings on that division going into the second half of the season. Arizona versus San Francisco. Me versus Nick. I was Yeah, in differentiating ways. Yeah, indeed. Very interesting. Indeed. Well, do you have any last thoughts you want to throw at the people as we bring this podcast to a conclusion? 
World Cup? Do you have any World Cup insight? I have Deez? fucking no idea about the World Cup, man. Do you want to go get fucked up and watch a soccer game at 2 in the afternoon? Yes, I definitely want to do that. I also want to do that. Yeah, yeah, that, sound, that part sounds really sweet. If anybody's listening wants to get fucked up and watch soccer with some hooligans at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, then... Yeah, holler at us. You we'll know how to around. reach us. You probably do. Because I think most God people... God damn it, that's an... Uh, so... <laughs> I, the World Cup is awesome, man. I get excited for the World Cup. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't watch soccer really at all, but it is a lot of fun when the time comes around. I don't know shit about soccer, but yeah. the World Cup is very exciting to me. Hell yeah, dude. Going to be a blast. And uh, thank you all for continuing to listen to D2B2 Sports or for tuning in for the first time, whichever category you may fall into. Hopefully you heard about this from some friends. Hopefully, yeah, because uh, you know we we want you to spread the word like like the beautiful people that you are. Just just tell other people about us, you know? Just spread the word. Then you can be our friends. Yeah, then we can all be buddies. Friends should be friends of friends. Friends with friends with their other friends. And uh, together Jim, we can all be buddies. Jim. That, that's my best friend, Jim. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, hit the likes and follows and five stars and yada, yada, yada. You guys know the drill on that part by now. Check out everything Good Fun Media is doing. After the Laugh Track every Wednesday. Or, I'm sorry, After the Laugh Track every Thursday. Morons of the Multiverse every Wednesday. D2B2 Sports every Friday. We'd be just dropping content nonstop. Good Fun Media out here. Just, just dropping hot soup. Uh, hot content is what I meant to say. <sighs> Man, you don't want to drop hot soup because then you burn your toesies. This soup's made in New York City. New York City? Uh, Dees, I got to tell you. This episode was a definite move up the Y-axis. 